St. Leo 360, a 360-degree overview of the St. Leo University community. Hi, everyone, and thanks for checking out another edition of the St. Leo 360 podcast. As usual, this is your host, Greg Lindbergh, here on this episode of the podcast. We are speaking about the baseball program here at St. Leo University and very excited to be joined by Rick Odette, who is the head coach of the St. Leo Lions baseball team. Rick, welcome to the podcast. Greg, thanks for having me. Glad to be on. Absolutely. Really excited about this. I have had the chance to attend some uh, Lions baseball games and I'm a huge baseball fan in general. So super excited to have you on. Well, we're, I'm excited to be on. And again, I can't thank you enough for your support of our program and myself and obviously St. Leo as a whole. Absolutely. Hey, I really appreciate that. All right. So first off, Rick, uh, just talk to me about your early years as far as where you grew up and went to high school. Yes, I'm from Tinley Park, Illinois, which is a south suburb of Chicago. Uh, I actually have uh, two brothers and a sister, my mom and dad, my whole family still love, live up in the north. Uh, so they're still in that area that we all grew up in. Um, you know, we were a, a sports family. Pretty much uh, every day of our life, it felt like we were playing baseball, we were football, basketball. My sister was in cheerleading. My dad was a, a little league, uh, you know, commissioner. My mom ran the, the concession stand. Um, you know, we were pretty much nonstop sports. That was kind of one of our biggest connections. And we've always enjoyed it and obviously still do and you know, to this day, my dad's still calling me wondering why I'm making this call or doing that call. So, yeah, no, it's always been a great, great, uh, a great, you know, avenue for us and our families. So uh, we've always been uh, really fortunate to, to uh, be involved in sports for sure. Awesome. Very cool. And then uh, as far as baseball, so was it uh, high school when you really kind of knew that you, you wanted to pursue baseball? Well, that's a good question. I, I, I love football, uh, but I was graduated high school at 5'11", 145. So the football route, even though I was a quarterback and didn't get hit as much, I was probably going to be limited. But yes, baseball was always what I enjoyed. I thought was uh, going to be my avenue if I got an opportunity to play in college baseball or college athletics. Um, and, you know, I was really got into it in high school, you know, was really involved in it. Uh, I was left-handed pitcher, so that helped my cause a lot. So my size wasn't as big of a deal. Uh, but from the same end of it, uh, you know, when I graduated high school, I was 5'11", 145, so it wasn't very big. Uh, and then after my first year of college, I ended up being, I was 6'3". 185. So that helped my cause. I'd love to say it's hard work. Uh, but, you know, I think uh, God had a little bit different plan. I don't, I don't think you can work in becoming through 6'3". So I was fortunate to be able to be blessed with, with some height uh, and, and really enjoyed the baseball side of it. It was, a, it was a great experience as well. Excellent. And then I understand uh, you played, uh, you know, college baseball, like you mentioned, and you were drafted uh, by uh, by the Boston Red Sox, correct? That's true. I was at uh, St. Joseph's College in Indiana, uh, where I had my only scholarship offer for $1,000. So I was happily taking that uh, and was able to develop, uh, was part of a team that went to the national championship game in 96. Uh, and then my, my junior year in 97, I was drafted with the Red Sox in the 15th round. So a great experience, was able to play with them for about three and a half seasons, came and got in the coaching part. Gotcha. And uh, so you were a pitcher, right? I was a left-handed pitcher. So, I, I, you know, I, I was fortunate to be able to throw with the correct arm. So it helped me a lot. Right. 
Yep, and then I understand you did have the chance to play with uh, some pretty big names in, in that went on uh, in the majors, correct? I did. I, I knew guys like Ron Mayhay and a, a number of those guys, Dave Eckstein, which was a World Series MVP uh, and played a number of years. I think he was 10 to 12-year big leaguer. Uh, and a guy named Jeff Tagliani and a number of other guys, Adam Everett, uh, and a few other guys that they got opportunities to play at the big league level. So it was a great experience for me, for sure. Awesome. Very neat. So then in terms of coaching, uh, when did you kind of know that you might want to pursue coaching as a career? Well, when they told me I couldn't play anymore, uh, I had to figure out what was next, you know, so ended up getting injured. So I was a little bit disappointed, obviously, and really devastated, to be honest with you. My career was over, not the way I planned it. Um, you know, and who knows if I would have ever made it to to the big leagues, but I would have liked to to seen it and, and seen what happened. You know, obviously that's a tough uh, road, uh, but, um, you know, I, I knew once I got done playing at first, I actually thought, talked about going into another di- number of different uh, professions. I didn't know if it was going to be real estate. If it was my uncle at the time was, a, my uncle was a mortician at the time. So I, he, I even tried that for about 30 seconds, uh, which was not my route. Um, so, you know, I went a lot of different ways uh, and, and I always obviously had the love for, for college baseball or for baseball in, in general. And I wanted to, to not be, I was a high school, I had a high school, uh, I could have been a, a PE health uh, driver's ed instructor at the high school level because I had my certifications and degree in that, uh, but knew probably if I was going to stay in coaching, I want to try to go a little bit higher level. So that's how I got into college coaching. Gotcha. I see. And so I understand you had a very long uh, tenure uh, as head coach at uh, St. Joseph's College, correct? I did. We were at a great place. It was kind of our uh, home at the time. It was. I was there as a player. My wife went to school there, met my wife there. My wife's brother went there. My brother, my brother went there as well. Uh, you know, he, you know, they all were baseball players as well. So we had a great connection. I was there uh, when I came back and was the head coach for 17 years until the uh, institution sadly had, had closed. So, um, you know, not, not exactly how we planned it, uh, but I do think everything happens for a region and we're super fortunate to be here. Absolutely. And yeah, that's quite a, a long, you know, lengthy time there. And I'm sure you learned so much and were able to to take that experience uh, to come here. Absolutely. I've made a lot of mistakes, still making them, right? You're trying to learn from them. But yeah, at that time it was 20, really 24 when, I, when we played our first game. Uh, and I was in charge of about 65 players who had a JV as well. So there's some horror stories I could probably tell early in my career that I'd love to go back and have a reset button for, uh, for sure. But yeah, it was a great time and I learned a ton and uh, you know, I took a lot of valuable experience. We had to do a lot of things, you know, as a group, as a whole, individually, as a staff, uh, you know, from cutting grass to painting lines to, you know, a lot of it, we, we had great people that worked there. We just didn't have the, the resources, but you definitely learned a lot, for sure. Absolutely, no doubt. So let's talk about how you actually came to St. Leo University, how you found out about the opportunity, and how it all kind of came together. Well, ironically, so our institution, you know, we found out in February that they were going to close. We were still having our season, uh, you know, that would start in mid-February. So we found out basically the first week, so two weeks later, we were starting our season. So we had to find, you know, places for our players to go the following year. Uh, and so that kind of started that process. And we worried about it as a staff to make sure our guys got somewhere next. But of course, we, you know, we wanted to, 
to, to make sure their career ended right at St. Joe, which we had a really good group. Um, and, and we wanted to try to win the whole thing, of course, like everybody, but especially with that situation we were in. Um, and, and that kind of started the process of worrying about all of our players first. Well, then you know, we had a great season. We were in the regional, uh, had a really good group. And next thing you know, you know, I was starting to get some opportunities and St. Leo had called and talked to, to Coach Reedy about St. Leo. And we ironically had played here a couple of times when we were in our spring trip. So I knew the place. I knew what it looked like. I knew. And, and you know, obviously the campus, when we first came in, we were probably here 2004. Uh, so, you know, the campus looks a lot different than it does now. Uh, and then, of course, as we went back two other times, uh, saw that the place was a beautiful spot. And so when they called and, you know, the weather doesn't hurt when you're a baseball coach either to come to Florida. You know, we gladly came and, and took a look at the place and, you know, really felt like it was a great fit. Uh, for myself, my wife, and my, my two kids. Uh, and, and, you know, it was pretty much a no-brainer to get down here. Wow. Very interesting. Let's uh, talk about just your, your current coaching staff, how you guys all kind of work together. Just give us maybe kind of a peek behind the curtain when it comes to, you know, a college baseball coaching staff. Well, it's nice to have a full staff. You know, last year with COVID, it was, uh, there was a lot of moving parts. We had a lot of things going on. We had some transitioning and coaching. Uh, Coach Caldwell uh, had came come on in, in January. He had a, uh, a an accident that he was recovering from, so he didn't come till January. So now that we have a full staff, we're really, really fortunate of how great our staff is. We have Tony Caldwell uh, was a player at Auburn University. He was a Florida guy, so we wanted a Florida connection guy. We thought that was important. Uh, that actually, you know, and our biggest thing is we want guys to develop and get them better, not just recruit good players and say, okay, let them go. We're trying to develop them in so many ways. Of course, not just uh, the baseball side, but others as well, of good people, good men. Um, and so we brought Coach Caldwell in. He does all of our hitting and then specializes in our catching uh, and, and really is a, a big, pretty big uh, piece to our, our puzzle from the offensive line end especially. Uh, Josiah, his song has been with me now for three seasons. Uh, was a young guy right out of college. I had a connection with his college baseball coach. He was actually an assistant for me. He sent him down and couldn't be any better and can't be any happier uh, with his progression as a coach and, you know, what he's done for our program. And he works specifically with the outfielders and assists Coach Caldwell and our hitters. And then Mitch Wydetic, uh is somebody uh, that we've brought in. He, was, he, he helped out at Florida. Uh, and then was St. Pete Community College recruiting coordinator. He came in uh, this fall and has not missed a beat with our infielders and assisted with our, our hitters as well. And then I do all of our pitching uh, in, in our team defense. So uh, we feel like we have a really good staff and our guys have, have had great buy-in and you know, we're really excited where we're at right now. Sure. Sounds like a nice, uh, diverse mix of, of coaches, too. Absolutely. Uh, so I believe 2018 was your first season uh, here at St. Leo. And let's just talk about, uh, you know, any memorable, memorable seasons that you've had, uh, star players, anything you want to mention just in your tenure here so far? Yeah, it's been great. You know, we've, uh, you know, it's our first two years we came in, we brought some guys in that we thought were immediate help transfer type of guys. Um, and we had two drafts in that group. I uh, had two incoming guys that ended up getting drafted, so we felt really good. Uh, we were 38-11 that first year. I think we we won uh, 
I think we won for a month straight, literally from middle of February to, to end of or middle of March uh, and had a really good run. I uh, was disappointed in the non-regional selection uh, that year. We thought we had a really good group. Our next year, we had some missing pieces with the draft and so on, but had a good group. I uh, had a really good season. Uh, and then we kind of got hit a little bit with some other things, uh, you know, from recruiting piece. We were younger than we anticipated. Uh, and so on, but we really like where we're at now. We really have a group that, um, you know, we, we brought in some older guys again and, and then pieced it in with our younger guys. Uh, and, and right now we feel like we're really comfortable. We had a, we split with USF on Sunday. Uh, we won both of our other uh, uh, scrimmage games this, this fall. So we, we like the, like the direction we're going in. Very cool. And I'm always intrigued when I see, you know, you guys play a, a division one team and, and how you guys do. So that's, that's awesome. Yeah, it was great. We, I think it was three, two officially. And then three, one, we, we lost three, two and one, th- one, three to one. So good games, really good games, good crowd, good atmosphere. It's a good experience for our guys as well. Absolutely, no doubt. So in terms of recruiting, talk to me about the characteristics that you look for in a student athlete, uh, you know, when you're trying to, to bring guys in for the team. Well, I think first and foremost, we, we've, we've got to look at their academic standard first. You know, we, we will not recruit a guy that's underneath our academic standard. And for us to be able to, to make stuff that makes the most sense, is anybody – Depending on what the year it is, it could be a three-five or a three-two-five, which it is right now. Uh, so we kind of go after a, a high-end academic guy right away. So that's a good start of seeing transcripts and so on. We want to make sure that they're a good fit academically, because otherwise, why why are they here? It's not just because of baseball. Uh, and then, of course, then we start to, to dig into their character, which is probably the most important piece. Um, you know, if you don't have the right people, you don't have the right team, and um, it's hard to win without the right people. So, you know, we, we do as much background as we possibly can. And then once they get here, it's our job to help. We'll keep molding them in the right direction to become successful adults and men and, and fathers and, you know, their, their next steps in life. And, um, you know, of course, from the baseball side of it, they've got to do some things. You know, there's, if pitching always starts. We always talk about middle of the field. We want to make sure we're strong up the middle with catching, pitching, shortstop, second and, and center field. And, of course, then we add the exclamation points on the side. So uh, with our corner infielders and outfielders. So it's not for everybody. Uh, there's a lot to be asked for the, from these guys, but, you know, because we do hold them to a standard academically and socially that just the everyday student doesn't, you know, maybe doesn't be held as, as accountable for. So there's a lot on their plate, but they know what they get into as well. Right. Very interesting. And kind of on that note, what would you say the benefits of attending St. Leo University are, you know, specifically when it comes to the opportunity uh, to play Division Two sports in the Sunshine State Conference? Well, it's, you know, from a baseball end, and really a lot of our sports, you know, our conference, the Sunshine State Conference, is the best Division Two baseball team our conference in the country. I mean, Nine of the last 15 national champions have come from our league. So uh, needless to say, every weekend from top to bottom, no matter where anybody's at, you better be ready to play or you're going to be in trouble. And, you know, from that end of it, I think we have over 68 professional players that have gotten opportunities to play professionally uh, that have played in a St. Leo Lion or Monarch jersey. So, you know, the opportunity to keep playing, I think, is always a big piece. Every baseball player thinks they're going to make the big league. So, you know, the exposure – will not be a, an issue at all. Uh, you know, we 
a scout day and there's, you know, just about every major league baseball team will see them. And then throughout the season, you know, if it was at USF or is that inner squad here, you know, consistently there are pro scouts in the crowd. So that's a, a really nice sell. Uh, but I think the most important sell here for us is the people, right? Like the academics we love, the, the professors have been fantastic. They care about everybody. It's not just get them in, get them out. There's not three to 400 people in a class and they don't even know your name. I mean, you're somebody here. Uh, and then we, we meet people like you, Greg, that, that add the extra, right? The, the intangibles that a lot of institutions don't have uh, of getting around people that if you were just sitting in an office, we would have never met you, you know, or we were just sitting in an office, we would have never met you. So we're just fortunate to, to, to get our guys that opportunity. And I think it's, it's priceless. Very well said for sure. Um, so I know you did speak a little bit about kind of the, the academic athletic balance uh, in terms of recruiting. And then, so as far as when a student does come here, a student athlete, uh, you know, specifically a baseball player, uh, what kind of advice do you give students to, to effectively balance, you know, their coursework and the, the playing time? Well, uh, time management. I think that is the biggest skill and the the toughest skill for a young person, right? Like when you're in high school, you know, you you don't wake up at six in the morning for weights, you know, a lot of times you don't, you know, you, you go to class and then you get early work in or extra work in and then you go to practice and then you've got study tables and then you eat your dinner and then you do it again. You know, you, you don't do that. Uh, in high school, if your time management isn't good, knowing when you're going to study, knowing when you're going to, you know, hand stuff in, knowing when you're going to take your nap or when you're going to, you know, what time you go to bed, you know, is a, such a valuable piece to our guys' success. If they don't do that, a lot of times they're going to be in trouble, you know. So for us, it's about time management. I think it starts it and then understanding you know, who they are, of you know, what they do well and what they struggle with. Right. Very great points. And uh, so if, if a student athlete that you have is really, you know, talented, you can tell maybe they do have a future professionally in baseball. Uh, and based on your experience, uh, you know, having been drafted and playing some pro ball, um, what does it really take to, to make it in the minors and ultimately getting to the, the majors? Well, I, I would say commitment and discipline. You know, there's Oh, everybody that's in professional baseball have baseball skills at a high level. Uh, it's the guys that can be consistent and the guys that can stay disciplined because there's a lot of distractions. There's a lot of, you know, things you can get yourself into that affect somebody's play. Uh, you know, I, I think that becomes the most difficult part as a young person that is considered a professional baseball player. You are so far away from your ultimate goal. Your, your initial goal is making it to professional baseball. The ultimate goal is to stay in professional baseball at a major league level. And I, you know, you've heard it a million times is it's harder to, to, to stay there than get there. It's hard to get there, but it's really difficult to stay there. So if you're not disciplined, if you you know, you don't have consistency in what you do, you're going to struggle. Sure. Very well said. And then just one final question here. Uh, what would you say you enjoy most about coaching? I love to see guys who, what we say, quote unquote, get it. You know, you walk in as a freshman or you're a new guy and you're looking at them like, what are you thinking? You know, and then all of a sudden, a year or two later or three years later, they're the ones trying to, the guy that you were talking about, they're trying to help that guy out. And once you see that, 
you start to figure out, wow, they understand and they're actually getting it. Now they're teaching it. So we've just improved ourselves with that. And I think that becomes a huge piece. And then the ultimate is when they get married and I go to a wedding, like I'm going to a former player's wedding, you know, uh, here, December 10th, like that piece of it, watching them, you know, build their life and, and see them be successful people and adults and, you know, have a great career and, you know, all of those things in which majority of the times are going to be outside of baseball. Uh, you know, that I think that is as rewarding. And I think if any coach tells you that they're in it for just the wins, don't get me wrong. You don't want to lose because that makes your life a lot harder. But, you know, you're, you, if you're not in it for them in that experience, then in my 23 years as a head coach, I think I'm confused. That. That's great perspective for sure. And it sounds like you've really, you know, kept up with former players and, and whatnot. Absolutely. And, and the thing is, is my biggest thing is obviously was at St. Joe for a long time, but now, you know, you saw it with the 35 to 40 guys we had for our, our homecoming. Uh, now we got washed out, but our homecoming event, of how many guys came back and guys that maybe didn't play for me and guys, you know, that were before me are now merging with our guys that have been here since I've been here. Uh, and it's just a really special place. I mean, St. Leo's got a special thing. I think, you know, as nice as our buildings are in our area and our weather and all that stuff, it's not anywhere close to how nice and how big of a deal, uh, you know, the situation is of, how many people care for you in this institution? Absolutely. Community, you know, the core value of community, you know, it's, it's seen across everything, athletics, academics, just the whole, the whole picture. No question. All right. Again, we've been chatting with Rick Odette, uh, the head coach of the St. Leo Lions baseball team. And uh, Rick, just want to thank you so much for your time. Really enjoyed the conversation and appreciate uh, you joining me here on the podcast. Greg, again, thank you for everything you've done for our place, the institution institution you know our, our program of course uh but it's people like you that make this place special hey that means a lot to me honestly thank you so much thank you to hear more episodes of the saint leo 360 podcast visit saintleo.edu forward slash podcast to learn more about saint leo's programs and services call 877-622-2008 2009 or visit saintleo.edu.